Who's that coming down the track? Yes, it is indeed the Mean Machine in red and black. How about them dogs? This is the Fourth Quarter Lights podcast. It is Thursday, January 13th. We are three days removed from the national championship game where Georgia finally conquered and took down Nick Saban in the Alabama Crimson Tide. 33-18 to was the final in that game. And, and it was just an amazing game, an amazing experience. Uh, even watching from home, just an awesome time of my life. And, and especially for all of, all of Dog Nation and all Georgia fans everywhere, just an absolutely amazing week. Georgia finally gets it done. Kirby Smart gets it done finally in his fifth attempt against Alabama six years as head coach at the University of Georgia. And the game is is kind of how everyone expected, at least how I expected, the SEC championships go around. The Georgia defense just played absolutely phenomenal, giving up three field goals in the in the first half. And and the only touchdown that Alabama scored was off of the controversial call uh, where Stetson, you know, tried to throw the ball away out of bounds, and they ruled it a fumble and recovered by Alabama, and they had the ball at like the freaking ten yard line or something. Um, that was the only time Alabama scored. Alabama did not put a drive together where they marched down the field and scored a touchdown. You can blame that on injuries with you know no John Mechie and no Jamison Williams. You can blame it on whatever you want, but the the Georgia defense just played absolutely phenomenal sealed the game with a Keeley Ringo pick six, returned 70 yards for a touchdown. I mean, just you couldn't write it any better. Um, and it is it is still just an absolutely amazing feeling three days later, and, and that's not going to change anytime soon. So Georgia finally gets over that hump and and does what, what we couldn't do. Um, I mean, Georgia and, and Kirby Smart have accomplished just about anything and, and more than any other program besides Alabama. Uh, they, they've accomplished everything that they could other than beating Alabama and winning the national championship, and they did both in the same night, and, and it's just awesome. You want to talk about revenge and redemption for all of these years and all the games that have been played, it just absolutely awesome the way that it played out and I don't know that it could have happened a better way you know to to lose in the SEC I mean obviously you want to go 15 and 0 but to lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game and then turn around a month later and beat them um, you know just absolutely amazing and and the monkey is is off the program's back Kirby Smart if he was on the hot seat I guess for uh, expectations that is completely gone I mean at this at this point, uh, Kirby Smart is is safe for life at UGA. Um, he's going to be there for as long as he wants. And, and the monkey is off the program's back, and and off the team's back, and off of Kirby Smart's back. And it just other fan bases are you know having meltdowns, Tennessee and Florida mainly, uh, which is awesome to see. So Georgia wins a national championship on top of the world. We are losing a couple guys uh, to the transfer portal. But, you know, I don't think that 
with the way that Georgia recruits and the way Kirby Smart recruits, I don't see really any way possible, and especially looking ahead to, to Georgia's schedule next year, um, where Georgia is suddenly going to uh, turn into 2019 LSU and win the national championship and have a phenomenal season and phenomenal team and then turn around and uh, you know just poop the bed for the, the next two years um, and, and barely scratching to 500. It's just that that to me is not going to happen. Uh, Georgia just recruits at too high of a level for that to happen. Is there is there going to be some some drop off for sure? I mean, Georgia's losing uh, eight or nine starters on defense. Going to be losing, you know, a couple guys on offense. Not many, uh, but a couple guys on offense. We'll see what happens with the transfer portal. There's some rumors of of some guys uh, potentially leaving that are starters or are in the rotation uh, pretty regularly that could be leaving. And of course, you know the the quarterback question. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels and and you know we've obviously got Brock on the roster and Gunner is, is already you know in in Athens and ready to go so uh there's there's definitely questions at quarterback and it, Stetson hasn't made a decision on whether or not he's going to use his uh super senior or COVID year and come back for his final season and that's probably uh what JT Daniels is waiting on because assuming that Stetson Bennett does decide to return, uh, JT Daniels is definitely going to enter the transfer portal. And he may uh, he may enter the transfer portal even if Stetson Bennett doesn't come back. Um, I know that that's been talked about. But, uh, you know, once Stetson makes that decision, it's going to be a lot more clear as far as what we're looking at is in Georgia's quarterback room for the 2022 season. Uh, losing, you know, some running backs. Zamir White, not sure on him yet. I'm assuming that he's going to declare, but James Cook has already declared. Running back's not going to be an issue for UGA next year. Uh, losing Sawyer and Schaefer on the offensive line, it, not going to be extremely difficult to replace, in my opinion. The hardest part about it is going to be replacing uh, Jamari Sawyer's versatility because he can essentially play any position. I mean, he, he can play a tackle. He can play guard. He took uh, reps at center if need be. And so just replacing his versatility is going to be difficult. Uh, but Jamari, uh, or I'm sorry, Broderick Jones, which came in and played left tackle in the second half of the national championship game, was absolutely phenomenal. When they made that switch, I think Erickson got hurt. Uh, but Erickson came out. They moved Jamari to right guard. And they put Broderick Jones at left tackle. And almost immediately is when the running game started working. Uh, You know, Zamir White broke off a 15-yard run followed by a 30-yard run. And then James Cook broke off the 70-yard run. Um, And that was all when Broderick Jones came in at left tackle. So not really not concerned with the offensive line. I, I actually think that the offensive line next year is going to be better because Tate Ratledge is going to be back. He's going to be healthy. Uh, Warren McClendon is going to be back. Uh, obviously, Broderick Jones, he's just a redshirt freshman. He's going to be back. And, and, I mean, we still got guys, you know. We still have dudes. Van Pran, uh, he's definitely back. 
And so <clears throat> offensive line to me, not going to be an issue. Running back room, not going to be an issue. Wide receivers, obviously a huge question mark, especially again with the rumors of the transfer portal. That's going to be our heaviest hit position, uh, wide receiver and defensive back. But, you know, it, it, in this transfer portal era, you're going to lose guys, but you're going to be able to go out and get some guys. So I, I think that Kirby and, and that staff is definitely going to do that. Uh, but a, a huge part of that and rumors that just started coming out today uh, that Todd Munkin could be leaving and headed back to the NFL, that's obviously going to put a damper on it. Um, there's also been rumors of uh, Coach Hankton, which is the wide receivers coach, potentially leaving. Not sure where he's going to go. I've heard rumblings of potentially Auburn. Um, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to speculate on that. But there's rumors that he could potentially be leaving. Um, and then as far as defensive backs go, this one kind of shocked me. Uh, they are talking about Coach Adai, who just came in this year as the Georgia defensive backs coach, uh, him potentially leaving. Now, I'm not sure where he would go. And it's really shocking to me that you would go from being the West Virginia DB coach uh, to the Georgia DB coach, and then you're already leaving after one season. I mean, unless he's getting, uh, you know, Power Five defensive coordinator offers, I'm not sure who's going to be able to pay him more money and put him in a better position than UGA, but there may be other things behind the scenes. So there's going to be a lot that has to be played out over the next several weeks and months of the offseason. Um, you know, that, that's going to determine what happens in the 2022 season. And, and we will definitely dive more into that as, uh, you know, as time goes along here and we get some more updates and information. But for now, uh, Georgia fans just have to enjoy the fact that we no longer have to hear the 1980 jokes. We no longer have to hear 40 years and no longer have to hear that you know, UGA can't beat Bama and Kirby Smart can't beat Saban. And if only they could, if only they could win that one game. And all of that is done. All of it is done. And it, it's, it is just, a, again, it's an awesome feeling because Georgia has, has absolutely nothing left to accomplish at this point. Georgia has beaten Clemson. Georgia has won multiple college football playoff semifinals. You know, against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl and, and against Michigan in the Orange Bowl. And, and now they've, they've beaten Alabama. They've won a national championship. There, there's nothing left uh, for UGA and, and Kirby Smart to accomplish. And it's, it's awesome. And with that, you know, it, without, again, getting too far into it, uh, that's an argument with Stetson Bennett. And if he is going to come back, because at this point, if you're Stetson Bennett, what do you have left to prove? You know, you're you're a fifth-year senior. You've been starting, you know, essentially two seasons. You know, last year it wasn't wasn't a full season, and even this year wasn't a full season. He started in 12 or 13 games, but most of the season. Uh, but what else do you have left to prove? You were the starting quarterback at the University of Georgia. You led your team, you know, into the playoffs and, and won the national championship, had like – 560 or 570 yards and five touchdowns, no interceptions in the playoffs this season. Um, just an awesome, awesome story for Stetson Bennett. And so a lot of people are arguing, 
why not just go out on a high note? You know, why come back to the controversy and the fans doubting you again and and just leaving that that window open to prove them right? Now again, you have nothing you have nothing left to prove. Um, so I I definitely see the argument. On the flip side, though, uh, there's probably some some NIL money uh, coming Stetson Bennett's way. I you know I don't know in what form or, or anything like that, but as a national championship winning quarterback in the uh, day and era of NIL, you've got to imagine he's got some money coming his way. So he may be thinking long term. Uh, you know his future. He's not going to the NFL, and and I think Stetson Bennett knows that. Uh, you know, and, and maybe don't tell him that because he's, you know, he is going to try to prove you wrong. But Stetson Bennett does not have a career uh, future in the NFL, and, and I think that they are going to explain that to him, and, and he's not going to get drafted and everything else. Um, but he could come back just to make some money, put some money in his pocket, and and give him a couple years to figure out what he's going to do with his degree that he's going to get from the University of Georgia. So. Really interesting to see what's going to happen there, um, and I'm going to dive into some some more content and and potential debates on Stetson Bennett because I'm going to leave it at this: uh, Is Stetson Bennett the best UGA quarterback to come in since Aaron Murray? So think about that for a second. Uh, think about the name Jake Fromm. It's there's going to be arguments either way. I'm going to make a whole segment about that, though, so we're not going to get into that. Uh, but I just wanted to get on here and, and again, just relish in the the victory that UGA had. We are the 2021 national champions, even though it's 2022. We are the 2021 national champions. It feels so great. I, I still can't believe it. I'm still on a high from it. I'm in such a good mood. It's Everything is right in the world right now. That is all for today. I appreciate you listening to the Fourth Quarter Lights podcast. If you haven't already, definitely tell your friends and family about this. Uh, hope to be posting some more content soon. You guys enjoy the off season and uh, take care. Go dogs.